conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America. Rick and comes from all around. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleports. It is a brand new hour of the Rick and Bubba show with Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, A.D. Van Adler, 26 and a half years. And welcome back for a brand new hour. Ladies and gentlemen, there's Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba show. Where do we begin, Bubba? Where? I'm sorry. <laughs> Your America, if you can believe it, uh, it, it gets more and more bizarre by the moment. Uh, we now are canceling the very controversial 1990 movie, Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> well, who, wait who, a wait a minute, who's canceling? Film festival, whatever. What is the what is the NW Film Center? What's the NW Film Center? Anybody know what that is? They were going to have an August 6th outdoor screening. I guess it's one of those things, mm-hmm. you know, where people say we can't go to theaters anymore. By the way, are theaters ever coming back? But so we can't go to theaters anymore. So, you know, how you take those big screens and yeah, put them out blow in the field. Up screens. You know, they'll do them sometimes if you go to the stay somewhere or if you're in a neighborhood, you know. Yeah, the neighborhood yeah. now, as I've noticed, they're turning into we got food trucks and we got big screens out That's in the middle right. of a grass area. Um, but anyway, so they were going to, to do that. Now, Bubba. That is one of the funniest movies, too, by the way. <laughs> It's not a tumor. <laughs> you might have a tumor. A I don't have a tumor. <laughs> Guys, the it's fact that we're breaking tumor. down Kindergarten Cop. Okay, we're looking for something offensive. Uh, yeah. So uh, this Cop guy, bum. and I don't know who he is, uh, left-leaning Portland author Lewis Levine. Hey, hey let me check. He went on Twitter, uh, six uh, a Twitter rant, six tweets long about how the film uh, has no comedic or redeeming qualities ex- exploited he's, he's wrong about that uh, yeah for real and he she she also referenced a school to prison pipeline and claimed the police frequently arrest american children and throw them in jail has she watched the movie greg greg listen to this step out right here the, you guys just Kendrick what what an incredible well, i can't even believe what i'm reading here's what i would say to this Did you say she's from portland why, why, yeah. don't you, why don't you go to your city and put out the fire? Yeah. Okay. Why, why don't yeah, you? Yeah. You, you, There's you, a it's, lot it's, maybe, more things happening than kindergarten cop. Maybe y'all yeah. y'all could use Arnold to come downtown and straighten all this out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, you the, know, I think that's one of the things that gripes me about the left more than anything. They don't have a sense of humor <laughs> at all. None. None. Zero. Hey, alt. Yeah. It's the Northwest Film Center in Portland is what it is, a film festival. Greg, right. I remember one day, and I'm going to Basically, it's nothing. Yeah. It, so, it's, never mind. Why, why, but, Greg, still the fact that no, they, I'm, I'm they're saying that Kindergarten Cop from 1990 should now be thrown into the comparison of Birth of a Nation and Gone with the Wind. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wait, Wait a minute. Kindergarten Cop. Y'all, come on. <laughs> so Maybe I need to rewatch it because I don't remember it being. <laughs> Greg, I'm going to use a quote. Look at and, young Arnold. Greg, I'm going to use a quote from you. Yep. I don't know how old we were, but we we were we were we were in that awkward stage of trying to leave, you know, being a boy to go into being a man. So, but we were in that in between because we were still at home. And 
you now you got in a lot of trouble over this. Hmm. You did, and I remember mom trying to shove those words back into your mouth. Yeah, but our mother was really, really uh, had a issue mm-hmm. with if you did not keep your hair neat on mm-hmm. on Sunday mornings. Do you remember oh, this? Yeah, yeah. It led to a lot of problems. And so, mom began to talk about Greg's hair, and it, it was it was a controversial moment. It was a bold move. It was a risky move, and it cost him. And I remember Greg for some reason. It, it must have been testosterone. You, you were on yeah, the other side of puberty. To stink a little bit. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, Greg said, "And I'm going to say this to this uh, whatever she is, a journalist, whatever she is." Greg looked at our mother and said, "Shouldn't have done it, but the but the point was still good, Mom." If my hair is the biggest problem this family has, let's get on our face and let's thank God how blessed we are. Yes, How'd that go? Not well. Not well. <laughs> you I, been I, put I, back in your place? I watched that <laughs> sentence be shoved back into his mouth with mm-hmm. my mother's hand, and then as it was shoved back in, my mother's hand would just land where it came from. <laughs> and, but, but I would say to this woman. I thought I had a good point. If you have looked at the state of our, our, our country right Especially now. Especially where she's at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you have said, I tell you where my crosshairs are right now, and I'm going to eradicate from society the 1990 comedy with Arnold, kindergarten cop, <laughs> to try it has to never make, offended anybody to try uh-huh. to make the society a better place. Can I tell her? I think we have other areas that we could use you. <laughs> I, I don't think kindergarten cop is even. Uh, it's not going to make our top ten of things we need to address. Let's try to remember right it was pretty dang funny. My, I hadn't seen it in a long I time. I think it was, if it as my mind. Oh, but you, you that's typical from you mm-hmm. right wing. Mm-hmm. Don't y'all realize he plays a detective who goes undercover, and a, undercover as a kindergarten teacher mm-hmm. in order to root out a drug dealer whose child may be one of the students in the class? I, where am I supposed to be offended? Rick, um, glorifies uh, police, traumatizing kids. Y'all. Traumatizing kids at school, right? Mm-hmm. Did anybody seriously? I, everybody, I want everybody to be honest with me now, okay? Not you, not what you think you need to say because you're afraid a mob may get you. Can we honestly say there was one person that watched Kindergarten Cop and said, "I got to," I was just uncomfortable with that movie. It it uh, it felt like it was glorifying uh, cops traumatizing kids. Yes, absolutely. Did really? anybody leave that movie no, really. ever? Walking through the parking lot or walking out, maybe tossing you. Maybe all you got left is the little kernels at the bottom of your popcorn <laughs> in, into in, in, into that trash can and on your way out. And, this is a miserable person. To yeah, and did yeah. anybody ever you say, as you were talking about the movie, anybody say, I, I know, it was just something about it. I felt like it was glorifying the tra- traumatizing of children. <laughs> did anybody feel that way? And, and I mean, so th- this woman, I, the fact y'all tell me she's from Portland, mm-hmm. you got bigger problems than this. Your city right. – is in chaos, and it has been, by the way, for a long time. Mm-hmm. Even before we got in, I mean, yeah. you know, they've been having problems in Portland yeah. of lawlessness even before we ever got to any of this. Yeah, uh, it's. Um, I think you got bigger problems than kindergarten cop. I, I mean, uh, I, yeah, I walk get out, walk mm-hmm. around a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. I know that I got up today and I said, you know, I don't know what the Northwest Film Center might think about something. I I hope they weigh in. I bet that's <laughs> a happy. Isn't that a happy bunch? Don't uh-huh. you? Know? Can you imagine? Look, I know Greg, and here's the thing you'll love, and I know I know we all know this. Here's what we're gonna love about this year, America. I can honestly say this journalist and the Northwest Film Center, they truly think they've done something. Yes. <laughs> Rick couldn't wait to release it. That that's that's the part y'all have, that don't miss. They really think that everybody should know about this. That you know, they, they, to, they, 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 they're not ashamed of it. Mm-hmm. They they really think they did something. Rick, yeah. we got it, a Rick, pandemic. They, 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 we they, got 
They we th- got cities on fire. We're defunding <laughs> police, and this is where they're going can to I tell make you what, their stand. Yeah. Can I tell you what this reminds me of? My, because I guarantee you this is a bunch of white people. Can I tell you? Oh, can, no I tell, can I tell you what this reminds me of? I'll never forget the time that uh, two of my kids uh, attended a Christian private school, and I'll never forget the time that they were about to get all bold about the fact that they still pray on the PA speaker at the football game, and I said, "But you're allowed to." Mm-hmm. You're a Christian private school. You're not a martyr Mm-mm. for praying over the people. If you want to be a martyr, yeah, nobody's going to come in and shut yeah, it If, if you mm-hmm. want to be a martyr, go pray over the government school PA system. Yeah, and then and then take the heat of that. Nobody, you, you're you're a private Christian school. You're not a martyr. You're not going to. Or it. you're not making some big stand for the kingdom for praying at the football game because you can. Yeah. You're. Pre- I mean, it's now. There's. A, you know, if you want to say that they're coming after now, it'd be a little different then. That's what I'm talking about. These people. What, do they do? They think they're on the same level of Rosa Parks because they got rid of exactly. kindergarten cop. Yeah, I, I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, it, <laughs> I mean, it has it, to be done. It, it must be done. What, away what, with. what kind? What kind of backlash are you getting for being the people that eradicated kindergarten cop from the Northwest Film Center? I mean, what are, what, what are you? Are you now? Are you? Are you a martyr for the cause? Besides her. Find me anybody else that's offended by kindergarten cop. I, get, I bet you can't find one. It, Not know, in that way. It, no. It's just it's a clear sign of somebody has too much time on their hands. Amen. They don't they don't right. really work. We can find her something to do. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> here, here, here. We still pray on the PA system. Well, yeah, I bet. And yeah, on a side you, note, because you, you're going to face no backlash. Yeah, Rick. And on a side note, kind of off the subject, but kind of on it. Mm-hmm. And we've discussed it before, but it just it, it always comes up. You know, Arnold's a major film star. We all admit that. Mm-hmm. His accent. Okay. And listen, but, but listen again? to me, though, but don't forget, he didn't play characters who were from Austria. Like, this cop was not an Austrian cop who happened to move to America. Right. They would, but we gave him a pass, and I love his movies, don't get me wrong. He don't just kind of have an accent. Right. I mean, he didn't fix his accent a little bit. Has it but, worked And his on characters it? are not Austrian. You, you see my point? Yeah, you're right. In every movie, this this character has a thick Austrian accent, and they never explain why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And he got a pass, which is fun. I love his movies, but it's like, hey, look, I know his accent's thick, but we just like Arnold. Yeah. All right. Well, Lois Levine, or whatever you're, you're thank you for. Don't in, you know she's a miserable human to be around? In Northwest Film Center, thank y'all for being down thank with the you. cause. Thanks for being. You've thank made, you. You've made society safer. You've ran bigotry out of it by shutting down kindergarten cops. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, 866, we be big the number. Long distance, direct the assistance, every quote two on two, and say, hey, hey, mama, this is Mr. Rhythm and Blues. And we get ready to take your phone calls, to make comments, to ask questions, to bring information to the table. It is not designed for meaningless shout-outs or shameless plugs. At the end of 30 seconds, the buzzer, a shameless plug or a meaningless shout-out will get you an instant, and we'll go to the next caller. This allows a lot of people to get in, but it also allows the the line to move rapidly in front of you so you don't have to wait very long. Uh, We'll start with Mark out of Foley. Uh, Mark, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. you got 30 seconds. Go right ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, buddy. Hey. Hey, I was talking about the uh, woman who was trying to describe the issues with uh, Kindergarten Cop. Yes. Uh, a very famous Southern comedian has already handled the description of these kind of people in the past. 
Mr. Jerry Clower from Yazoo City, Mississippi, has already identified them as being educated far beyond their intelligence. <laughs> my, my dad used to have that same point of view. He believed that if you if you got too many degrees, at some point it would start having a detrimental effect. <laughs> He really believed that. <laughs> yeah. Somehow Jerry Clower did as well. Oh, got, they're all cut all right. from that same cloth. Well, you know, it's it, some of that means you need to get out and have some real world right, experience. Right, because it takes a lot of time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you're going to develop, if you're going to get those kind of degrees, it takes a really long time. You spend yeah. a lot of time in class and doing studying, and you got to be you got to be a little short of vitamin D. You yeah. know, yeah, be be like mm-hmm. us. Just have somebody give you a doctorate <laughs> that you didn't have to work for. <laughs> Chuck and Selma. You Chuck. know, if I, if I was in that, I would be highly offended by the, them handing those out. You know, well, it's you know, it's <clears throat> it's a nice thing and well deserved. It's, <clears throat> it's a way of showing honor to somebody that's well, been good to call the school. It something else. Though. Yeah, it, you're yeah. right. You yeah. think it would be some kind of yeah. maybe good citizenship award? Yeah, or something. yeah, some, something else. Chuck and Selma. Chuck, go ahead. Ah, right, y'all. I got to tell you, when you said the kindergarten cop was about to be canceled. Yep. I sure didn't think it was the school, the, pot, the prison pipeline that was going to get them. I thought it was going to be the anatomy lesson in the classroom that same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Of all things, now that wouldn't bother them. They, they, yeah. Yeah, they, it wouldn't bother them at all. Uh, Are them handing out this or that, you know, without their parents' knowledge? Right. JT in Montgomery, the I-92. The school to, to, to jail pipeline? Bubba. Hmm. Bubba. It glorified. Traumatizing children, police traumatizing. Can, can children. I tell on a on a broader cop on a broader thing? This thing about and I saw some of the demands of some of the teachers unions wanting police officers out of the school. Y'all, do y'all remember the school shootings we were have? How horrific it was, and we actually cut those down, guys. Yeah, guys. I can't believe what you're asking for. Well, don't don't forget this. There there was one teacher I saw that put a post out. Don't call us snowflakes. Do you have to go to your job to learn what to do in case of an active shooter? Well, you can't post that in one post and then say you don't want these officers around right. in the next post. Yeah. You've established that you think your job includes dangerous things, which it does. Well, then why would you want to remove one of the things that might protect you right. in that dangerous situation? As you as you talk about the dangerous situation that you're in as a teacher. I don't even understand that. So do you want to be in a dangerous situation or not? Right. It's kind of hard to follow it. Yeah. So COVID-19 and active shooters are dangerous, but we don't want anybody to protect us from active shooters. That makes zero sense. I mean, what what, what, what kind of lunacy is that? <laughs> I can't <laughs> follow it. I just can't follow it. Yo, we've actually, that's something that has worked. Yeah. We have a proven track record of something that has cut down violence on a soft target, and we're demanding that we take it away. I know. How do you follow that logic? I don't. I don't follow it. JT and Montgomery. You got blood on your hands next when it happens. Yeah. I-92, WLWI. Hey, morning, Biggin. Green hey, Acres. Hey, thank you, for, thank you for coming. Uh-uh. Go ahead. Hey, so I got a college football question for you. Okay. Given, the, given that the SEC has decided to say, okay, we're going to do conference-only games, who do, you think is, who do you think are the biggest winners and losers from that decision? And – who do you think is going to go zero and ten, and who's going to go ten and zero? Well, that's uh, that. I tell you who the biggest winner is: fans, uh, because now, now you've got an. And look, some of you are, are are playing this up too. And I know the SEC conference can be very, very difficult. However, it's not what it has been in the past. There's some really bad matchups in the SEC now. I mean, you still, yeah, you still Rick, have, that's kind of my point. You still I, have blowouts and all that. It, there, there's not as much parity as there once was. There's a, 
the top four, maybe five teams, pretty much drill the rest of them right now. And uh, so, but but so I don't think it's as difficult as it once would have been. Right. But now, if you like enjoy rivalries, you know you're you're and you, I would I would re- still rather see my team play Vanderbilt than to play you know Southwest, you know uh, whatever you know Illinois. Uh, and then they have a mascot, you know, like the turtles. I mean, I, I, I would, I would rather, I would rather see teams. What's this go, Greg? Always said. Yeah, the, the, the sisters of the sisters poor. Of the poor. <laughs> I would rather see my. Which, I'd, by the way, was in that Supreme Court ruling. Yeah. You know what? I mean? If I'm gonna write the check for that ticket, I'd rather go into a stadium and see logos and colors that I actually know who it is, and it's a and it's a rival within my conference, whether the team's any good or not. I'd still rather see a bad SEC game than a bad SEC team against a team that I've never heard of. Hmm. Is a fan, All right? Yeah, but uh, but I think uh, I think it's going to be. Uh, I think the top five uh, will probably be fine. Now, if you were a person that said, "I don't have, I don't have to play," you know, one of the top five SEC teams. Now I do because now they're on my schedule when they weren't. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that'll be difficult. But yeah, don't worry about it. We're going to get a few weeks into this, and we're going to have such a corona outbreak. They're going to shut it all down. So I, don't, don't worry about I it. I hope that we can do some sort of form of college football because I, I do enjoy college football in the sports arena. That's probably what I enjoy the most. Yeah. Yeah. It's but, always fun. But, uh, but I will be pleasantly shocked. No, I didn't say surprised. Pleasantly shocked. If we start a football season in college football and finish it. Yeah. I, I'm Rick. I would put the odds at astronomical yeah, because even I, getting started because pushing it back is going to give students time to get on campus and spike it. Yeah, if, if, if but here's the thing: if we would just be calm and realize that positive testing does not mean, you know, end of the world, end of the world, and death and pestilence, we would be okay. But we just like this. Uh, some I, I looked at articles yesterday on the teachers thing, uh, and again, the articles could be inaccurate. And I think we will see this. I'm not saying it won't happen, so don't hear that. But as of right now, if you believe the news, if you do the Google and you look for stories, classes are happening all over the world. And as of right now, according to my check of the media yesterday, could have changed. There's not one instance, not one, that a student has passed COVID-19 to any teacher anywhere in the world. As not of, yet. As of right now, will that happen? Probably so. But but it, but it's going to be minuscule. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Listening to the Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. We're back, thirty-five minutes past the hour. Catch that story on TV four too. That's also going to cause issues going forward. Eight six six. We be bigs our number. We will get to more of your phone calls. Getting great reviews on HelloFresh.com. We were actually talking about this at the house last night because. You talk about if, if you're trying to, you know, say I want some good meals and I want them on the table. Uh, maybe it's just your active lifestyle that makes that difficult. Maybe now during the pandemic, you're not as comfortable going to the grocery store as often as as you were before. Uh, but right now, HelloFresh.com really solves that problem all the way around. Uh, it's also going to help you on the cost as well because here's how it works. And I and I, I've got like a, a friend of mine too. He's a single guy and. Uh, he's part of our Bible study on Wednesday, and he said, you know, cooking nutritious meals not really a single guy's thing. And he keeps sending me pictures of these meals he's getting from HelloFresh.com, and it really couldn't be simpler because they come to your door contact-free. 
Uh, you go ahead and map out the meals for the week from their you know, 22 different curated uh, recipes they put together every week, and then you pick those, and, and it could be anything you could think of. Uh, they come to the door, and then each meal is in an, in, is, is, is in an individual bag. And you think about this. Like, let's say you need for a recipe a certain spice. Well, if you're not using HelloFresh.com, you go to the grocery store, you go to the spice rack, and you might have to buy this large bottle, a regular-sized bottle, of a spice that you're going to use for one meal. Well, they're going to send you everything you need for that meal and no more, which means there's no waste as well. And that's how you get down to about 40% less than it would cost you uh, to put this meal together on your own. Uh, And I don't know about you, you, you've got these chefs doing the work for you, so you're trying some delicious stuff too. Uh, You can skip a week whenever you want to. You can customize it week to week. Uh, so if you'd like to find out more, and these meals get on the table, you're still you're still doing the meals, but they just do all the prepping for you. Uh, these meals get on the table in about 20 minutes. So get started with America's number one meal kit. Go to HelloFresh.com. Use the code Bubba. You'll get $80 off, plus you'll get free shipping on the first order. There's also a link at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. Well, you knew this was going to happen, but Arnold has, has actually called the show uh, after, Arnold. after Kindergarten Cop has been deemed um, you know uh, should be canceled in our cancel society because of the evil that it has caused since 1990 none of us can document that but we have a journalist that said we should and we've got a film center that won't show it now because of its glorification of the traumatizing of children by police uh arnold welcome are you okay buddy hello rick how are you Mm, I don't know. Uh, it sounds a little oh, bit. Man. Uh, I, we, we've I, had we're a hoping be- for a little more. We, we've had a better Arnold in the past. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you want to try? You yeah. this, is Arnold. this is Arnold. This is Arnold in California. Okay. Mm. No, I, I, no offense, but. <laughs> sounded almost <laughs> Spanish Latino. I, I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> this is Arnold Isaias. No, all right. Buddy. So, uh, Bruce in Nashville. We'll shut up Juice for Speedy. Bruce, mm. go ahead. Yeah, Speedy, I hate to do it to you, but Rick, you're right again. Uh, I'm telling you, the whole pronouncing of the dialect and the inflection and everything in another language when you do it the way you're doing it, it's absolutely flattering. It shows you put the time, the energy, the effort into it. And let me flip it around. Have you ever noticed somebody else that speaks a different language, and then when they get to the English part and they say it, and they say it that sounds so much like us, it catches your attention and you go, Whoa, they nailed that. It's like you're impressed with it. So back off, Speedy. <laughs> right, well, let me ask you There's this. There's two words you can say with me. The first one is I'm, <laughs> and the second one is I'm sorry. Right, let me ask you this then. I'm sorry. When I'm watching and I flip by maybe a, a national uh, weather forecast or something, and they say Isaias, they say it like that. They don't go, Isaias. Well, like you did. Well, I guess they want to be disrespectful. Well, I guess they didn't want to put the they're time not, in. They they the they're not thank down you. with the culture. Uh-huh. I, I want to take the time to get the proper inflection. Whatever yeah. language Isaias. I'm speaking, absolutely. That, that's me. Right, well, Matter of fact, just, the, co- the coffee of the month at, at Buzzbox right now, the new coffee of the month, Nicaragua, buddy. Sit straight up, it is. <laughs> if you want to try it, we worked hard to find a good one in Nicaragua. My favorite is that you say that's what they want you to do. They absolutely want that. Did you hear Bruce? And and I've and also had others. Now, I don't know where Bruce got his information. Right. Well, hey, Bruce, I mean, if he said it, if if I, if I if I still had the guy on hold that was trying to do Arnold, I bet he could tell us. <laughs> let's mm. go to Joe. He said, hey, for instance, let's go to Dublin, Dublin. See, <laughs> you would do that in an Irish accent. Let's go to Dublin. That's that's what you you wouldn't say. Let's go to. Dublin. You never know. We might be talking about God. So and now we're, th- we're going to talk like that. And we're thankful for Christ. 
Okay. Right. Adler, I'm trying. Bro. Joe? <laughs> Do the one. Don't say a cuss. It's not a cuss. <laughs> it's not like a shady cuss. Mr. O'Grega. And you're honoring them by doing 100%. That. Okay. And most people know that. Let's go to Joe in Dublin. They were woke. In Dublin. <laughs> I was woke long before y'all were awake. Let's go to Dublin. <laughs> because I went to sleep before y'all <laughs> right. did. Yeah, like I, like, like I said before, these people that claim to be woke seem very asleep. <laughs> uh, Joe, go ahead. Hey, uh, your idea about let's call a ham. Well, he sounds like he's in Dublin. Let's call a ham. No need to shout. We're right here. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, yeah. all right. So good. Uh, I like to get my name on the list of volunteer for a phone call. I think I'm qualified. So you're a ham? Oh, I can be. I, I grew up on CBs and hams and military and all that over the years. And I'm always available for a good question. And I'm smart at stupid stuff. Okay. All right. Smart at stupid stuff? You know what? Uh, eight years in Navy. Uh, Thank you for your service. I just retired, Rick. so I got common sense. Well, top of the morning to you. Rick, his you, you too. And uh, Thank you for your call from God, Dublin. Rick, I owe nobody a penny. Well, thank you, Listen, Joe. That is Amen. a great way to hey, be. Amen to that. There's your ham great right there. Said he's not one, but he thinks yeah, he can be. I didn't I, get his call sign there. Bubba, and he well, thinks he can one. be because he's familiar with CB Radio. Right. Sorry about that. And he was in right. Dublin? He's calling from Dublin. Dublin I thought Georgia. Bubba he knows was in Dublin, Georgia, Rick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought Bubba was the ham we were calling, mm-hmm. like asking. Well, we, got, we can ask him or volunteers for it. I thought Bubba was the ham. We need to build a ham committee. Right. Yeah, I don't know if you want that. <laughs> what? Sorry, right. right, I'll be right back. <laughs> what do you, you say? Is that to make everybody in Transylvania feel good? <laughs> yeah. What kind of accent was hey, that? Sweetie, you just did a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to uh, let's go to Auburn. Greg is standing by. Greg, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Morning, guys. How are y'all this morning? <laughs> We're great. We're good. Hey, listen, I'm going to solve all this problem. You know how we are in the South. So here's what we do. When the movie theaters open back up, we advertise Kindergarten Cop, take every movie ticket that we sell, take all the money, give it to Space and Rocket Center, a family of four gets a free Rick and Bubba Spatcher in a beach towel. <laughs> that, that solves both problems. Look, easy, easy on the Spatcher in the beach towel. We don't start giving things away to nobody's bottom. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, That's that right. Is. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, those those are too hot right now. Hang on, we, <laughs> that's funny. Let's go to Craig and Gulf Shores. Listen to Sunny One Hundred Five. Craig, go ahead. So, why is Speedy okay with y'all speaking like Southerners yep. and Englishmen, just not Mexicans? Well, it would be anyone that made that has maybe uh, from from you know Latina, the, Latino, Latino, Latino. Yeah. So he, I, you're right. You know, if I if I talk like Gary, he has no problem with it. But I'm just because he says you're just trying to be accurate about Gary, yeah. and uh, so I have to agree with you. And of course, point. if somebody calls in, he's the first one to try to do that accent right back to him. I I don't know why he's not consistent. I agree with you. That one right there is the worst. Oh, the he worst. He's the king. <laughs> Let's go to. Um, uh, Jake at State Farm. Jake, how you doing, buddy? Hey, buddy. So, what you wearing, Jake? Uh, khakis. Okay. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I agree with Rick on this, but Rick, just make sure you do not slip into full blown Speedy Gonzalez. 
Yes, well, you know, it's different. You know, even in uh, even in the the Latin world, the yeah. accents uh, range. You yeah. know, according to what part you're from, and mm-hmm. and if you speak Spanish, not all Spanish speaking countries have the same accent. Right. So you're right. You see, have when to... I do one, people immediately think I'm from Southern Mexico. Correct. Right. You you agree? Right. Uh, jo- uh, John also in Dothan News Talk 103.9. John, go ahead. John, love listening to you guys in the morning. It sure is a good wake up. Thank you. But these. These people on the woke side, like this woman out in Oregon, here's my answer. If you don't like the statues, don't go see them. If you don't like meat, don't eat it. If you don't like the movies, don't go watch them. I won't tell you you have to, and you don't tell me I can't, and we'll get along fine. Otherwise, just shut up. Boy, it sounds like you're almost talking about uh, a free country. Uh, Thank you for that. Uh, Oh, here's another Arnold. Let's see if this is better. Arnold, go ahead. What was that, guys? I mean, come on. That was the best impression he had of me? No, come on. There's no other Arnold than Arnold. I'm Arnold. Yeah, that's, come yeah, on. This is the real Arnold. Yeah, okay? this is it's much, much better. better. This is better. Y'all, this is the real Arnold. I told you, y'all, this is me. There's, there's only one Arnold. <laughs> yeah, and I'm in California. Okay, so um, there's been I've been wanting to call and ask you guys several questions, okay? Um, so with everything going on, it's so crazy and everything. <laughs> Um, I really like to work for you guys. <laughs> you want to come to work for I us? Can, yes, I can make you guys bigger. I mean, by that I mean you know your show, not your size. You're right. You know? Yeah, no. Yeah. So, so Arnold, what are I you mean, wanting to do exactly? Uh, I mean, I could help you out with that too. You know, I could, I know, I could get rid of some of that fat. You know, because you get you you you're a lot of jiggly guys. I know. know? Yeah, I know. So, uh, you know, you don't like that. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, cool. but I mean, it's okay. You, you're an exception. You guys are like Batman and Robin, you know, when it comes to common sense. We could be like uh, Rick and Bob in Justice League. Rick is Batman, Bob is Robin, and I can be oh. Superman and the muscle and everything, you know? Arnold, uh, you're losing can... your accent, much <laughs> unlike the real Arnold, who has never lost what? his. <laughs> oh, I guess I've been talking. To... Get down! I'm... Get down! Get... Yeah, okay. Yeah. Get down! Get down! Get down! Thanks, Arnold. Well, it's kind it of started strong, but it, was, it faded a little bit. Well, he bit. tried to do a monologue, right. and he should have just stayed with He Stanford. didn't have the words he used to say. <laughs> right. Big guy was good. <laughs> Took 14 minutes to the top. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey everybody, this is Keith Evan, and you're listening to Rick and Bubba. Thank you, Keith. Eight minutes to the top. The Rick and Bubba Show, making our way back. Wednesday Bible study back today, part 13 of the Unsaved Christian. Uh, that continues. Uh, it's garnered a lot of emails, a lot of conversations, and we'll continue with it today. Uh, we're down to the final two uh, sessions in that series. If you missed any of the series, all of it can be found at Burgess Ministries by going there and clicking on listen. You can go back and hear any of the series from the past, uh, but it's uh, live at noon on our YouTube channel today, and then it'll be archived soon after to all the Rick and Bubba uh, social media platforms, our podcast channel, our YouTube channel, and all that. Bubba, here's uh, here's some things. COVID-19 update. This is problematic. All right, so... We all are hoping to get back to some sort of normalcy when it comes to our sports. And what I mean by that is we're wondering about football. 
Uh, I know we're trying, you know, this this thing with the NBA and Major League Baseball, and and that's that's somewhat helpful. But hanging over any sport that you're going back to school is hanging over that too. The big cloud that hangs over anything that you're trying to return to normalcy, except of course a peaceful protest or rioting. Uh, but it, it, everything else, we we have to test everybody and be sure that we're not getting together. But the problem is, and I'm certainly not a doctor, just play one here on the show. But a, but a common sense problem would mean if something falls into the category of never before. Right. Well, then that means never before. Right. Then that means everything. It hasn't that, happened. That means that everything associated would be never before. Right? Yes. Would that make sense? That is correct. Inclu- I, I would say that is correct. Including testing. Yes. We're, so we're, 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 we're going to test something and look for it that is never before, which means the way we would test it would be never before. Right. It's a development. You, it's a you, development. You've got to figure it out. And, and, you know, it starts with uh, A, and then you refine it and make it B and C. You move it along. It gets better as you go. We've all heard these bizarro stories, and some of them we know are true. Uh, for example, the president of the university that a lot of us graduated from, Jacksonville State University, hey, they said I'm positive. A few days later, they say I'm negative. And they're trying to figure out, well, how did that happen? Oh, well, we might have caught him right at the end of it. Probably not. Probably the, fir- the first one was a false positive is more likely. Yeah, uh, I, think, I think saying you caught it on the tail end is, is probably a, a way to save face on that a little bit. Uh, well, but, Rick, look, it's all new. Okay, I, I think people now with the cancel culture and the got right. you mentality, you feel like you have to be perfect when you roll something out, and nothing is perfect. If it doesn't have feedback and get better, then you're just kidding yourself. Bubba, what have we heard over and over again that our chain is only as strong as what the weakest link? link. Well, the testing, we need that to be strong. Matthew Stafford's wife is furious. Uh, her husband, of course, the quarterback for the Detroit Lions, she says on her Instagram post, the past four days have been somewhat of a nightmare. For 24 hours, we believe my husband was positive for COVID. We were all tested the day after, and we were all negative, including Matthew. Then he tested negative again, then again, again, and again. So she's saying we got one positive, and then after that we had negative, 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 negative. Four negatives in a row. Right. And everybody in their families tested negative. Right. After his second negative, we were made aware of the false positives and how this was a, apparently a case of a false positive. I've been losing my mind because how my family has been treated since my husband was put on the COVID <clears throat> IR, meaning, hey, you're on the injury. Right. You're, you're on our COVID list. Right. Okay? You got to sit out. You got to sit, sit out. out. Right. So she says, but then we, after we knew it was a false positive, our school told us that we were not allowed back. Uh, I was approaching a grocery store and told I was endangering others. My kids were harassed and kicked off the playground. I was told I needed to wait in my car when I was trying to pick up my food, and people closest to us had to get tested just so they could go back to work. And that's just to name a few things. I don't blame these scenarios on any of the people directly involved. I understand they were where they're coming from, but I do blame the NFL. I blame the NFL for not holding themselves accountable. These are people's lives and livelihoods that are in, in these results in their test sites. Maybe we should be absolutely positive a person has COVID before releasing to the world that they're on the COVID IR. I don't want this to happen to any other families in this league. We're thankful for those who called, texted, and emailed showing concern for Matthew and our family. Your thoughts during this strange, difficult time. 
greatly appreciated, but we're all absolutely fine. We're feeling great, and we thank God for that. She makes a good point. If you're going to roll out there and kick out these high-profile NFL players, so-and-so has COVID. Four negatives in a row, nobody would reel back. They treated them as if they were COVID people. And she said, what am I hearing? That, that is a great. very loud phone yeah. screen. Oh, is it? okay. Yeah. 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 So, so anyway, but but so we, we go we go back to this. Oh, Greg needs the phone. <laughs> <laughs> but we go, we go back to this. So here's Matthew Stafford. He gets a false positive. She says the NFL is going to have to pick up on their test sites, and if we can't do any better than this, you're destroying. Now we're treated like we're lepers. When all of a sudden, you know, where's where's the getting out the information that you had a false positive? What about they don't want to protect the kids, Rick? <laughs> so what we have look here's the thing: the NFL has to put out yeah. uh, their injury reports and their co. That was part of the whole deal, right? But yeah, the, the but, reliability of this testing is is deeply concerning. And if testing is important, and everybody says it is because they want more of it, it's got to be accurate. And look, we rush this test to market at light speed, okay? And and, and, for, and, and we it, understand why. And I'm not a scientist, I'm not a doctor yet. We needed something. But we've got to have version two and three coming along that cleans up the, the thing. Nothing is perfect when it rolls out. That's why you have different versions of it. Yeah. Software gets updated, testing needs to be updated. Um I think it's probably difficult because Corona is a family of viruses, and yeah, I've talked about that. some of them uh, you may get that causes a cold, or you may just have some of them, and you're probably these tests are picking them up, and they're not the COVID-19 that we're all in fear of. I'm not trying to run the NFL, but I, if I was given a shot, here's what I would say based on the Stafford family's experience. Let's, if you test positive, let's test you multiple times before we release to the world that you're on the COVID IR list. Because apparently when you realize you made a mistake, that information is not received uh, and consumed at the rate the positive was. Yeah, right now it's one positive, then you got to have several to get back. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Established in 1994 and continuing to offer the perfect balance of inspiring hope, unwavering truth, and a touch of goofiness. The Rick and Bubba Show. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. It is the Rick and Bubba Show. Will of Meat uh, in play could happen today. Uh, so be paying attention. Uh, could happen today, definitely tomorrow or Friday. Before the week is over, every week the Will of Meat spins once a week. So always be paying attention for that. Uh, the gang's all here. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, and we welcome back Mr. Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubs. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for sharing some of your very precious time with us each and every day. To mail in or not to mail in, we have an update. It's a Rick and Bubba News. It's a Rick and Bubba News. It's a Rick and Bubba News. Bubba, Democratic Representative Carolyn Maloney. Uh, has been declared the winner in the race, uh, the, the marred by mail-in ballot problems, yep. uh, the race in New York. You know, they voted when? That was uh, June the 23rd, I believe, Rick. And this was all mail-in, and we just now got our winner, and it's, of course, under scrutiny. Yes. Uh, so Now, they had rules uh, about 
when you mail in, it has to be postmarked. It has to be this. It has to be a legal vote. They had pulled out about 12,000 votes because they didn't meet the requirements of the rules. And I saw where a federal judge uh, put an end to it. He said, count every vote you got. Don't matter if it's got a postmark or not. Count them all. Bubba, they were mired, to your point, by thousands of missing and uncounted mail-in ballots. Yeah. Uh, Also, there was a mail-in election, and I believe it's today in Michigan. And there are people today going, I never got a ballot. I never got a ballot. Yeah, that's the next story I had right Mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some Michigan voters said, they, as Bubba just said, they did not get their mail-in ballot for today's primary. Yes, today. So you have people today who is not going to have their vote counted. They've been disenfranchised because they did not get a ballot in the mail. Now, I want you all to listen to this line in the story because this is crucial. So we have Michigan voters that cannot vote today because they have not received their mail-in ballot. Listen to this line. Michigan is being watched as a test case for the general election. Well, well, then I'd have to give us a big F. I'd have to say that that's not passing our test. Rick, also, I saw one of the uh, one of the the critics of this election who <laughs> says, and I can't believe people <laughs> have gone to this level. They said, "Be careful of Trump stealing the election. He's baiting us into mail-in voting, acting like he don't like it." Mm-hmm. And there's a Thanks little known right. fact that we need to pay attention to as Democrats: seventy-six percent of the postal characters are registered Republicans. Uh huh. Seventy-six percent. Now, did you say where, postal characters? He did. He did but I'm yeah. sorry, carriers. Yeah. Did I say characters? Well, they may be characters. Yeah. Carriers. I've met a few. I think I characters. said characters. maybe there's Zany. I've, I've had, had a lot just, of characters. I, I think like I just mine. chewed it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I've had a lot of characters carriers. in the postal service. Who oh, yeah. who has checked on the political affiliation of postal carriers? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. who would know? Probably the same people that gave. Uh, Matthew Stanford is his, his COVID test. Yeah. So I, I, so basically, he's saying that they'll be waiting for the for the signal that they should take mail in ballots that are coming from Democrat areas and lose them when they mail them in, or don't deliver them when mm-hmm. they're in the mail to go. You think Newman wouldn't do that for Seinfeld? <laughs> Remember the time he took him that to the place? Is, he rented oh. that place to dump the mail, and then Jerry tried to help him out by delivering yeah. on the weekend. <laughs> okay. And he got in trouble because he did too good a job. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, killing everybody. So um, on this thing about whatever Trump is is uh, is for, you have to be against, and he's really tricking everybody, acting like he's a, uh, you know that he really wants mail-in votes. I just saw a statement from Trump today. He says here's two things he loves. He loves kids uh, not going to school. And he hopes that college football won't play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so that way, then of course, all the left will be for it, and we can get it done. Right. right. So, uh, and, and you know, Trump the other day he tried to kill kill Resdesimol, Resdesimir, the yeah. uh, the other drug because you had it written down. Well, you were I don't, I don't have it in front of me. Oh, Resdesimir. I know how to there say it. Got it. How about that? Uh, because Characters. he complimented it and talked about how good it well, was doing. And I was just waiting for everybody to panic. Well, especially in our city because a lot of the research was done at UAB. Sorry right. about that, guys. Right. President Trump likes your drug, and now that probably means that it'll be deemed the most evil drug on the planet. <laughs> Before you know it, hydroxychloroquine will be the savior. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, forget the cheap one that's been around for 60 years that nobody has a patent on. Forget so, that. So we're in the middle of a, of a, of a pandemic. Okay, yep. which, which right now we're getting to the point with we have politicized the treatments, we have politicized the testing, uh, we we have politicized 
masks. We've politicized gatherings. But other than that, we all know exactly what to do. Could, could yeah. it be any uh-huh. more confusing? No. No, nobody you can't you can't trust to trust the test. You don't know about the treatments. You don't know about gatherings. You don't know about masks. Know. You know, there's some people out there still screaming this mask thing is, is all wrong. Rick, they, they, claim, is, they claim they tried it in Hong Kong. It was a disaster. It's one of the strangest mixes <laughs> we've ever know. had, where we have a politicized medical situation. We also have. Uh, Evil people who are trying to to capitalize and make ridiculous profits on it. Okay, and yeah. I'm a capitalist. I don't mind that. Sure, but there, some of this that's going on, like with Fauci, is just just stinks to high heavens. It, it really does. does. It does. And you know, no we've got all of that. We we have uh, social unrest, racial unrest, and it's all just in a real toxic mix right now. Well, he, but here's where mm-hmm. I am, and and I know that you would agree. Just cap, let's use capitalism because it'll be something that we hold dear. Okay. I understand that within capitalism, with all the good that comes with it, there's always evil people that will corrupt it and they, and they will take, yes. they'll take this, this system and they'll abuse it. Yes. But I would rather deal with them than to remove capitalism off the face of the planet. Yeah. And okay? deal with corrupt people in a communist party. See, where that's you what, have no, no redress, see, no way to fix it. That's why, that's why I feel about law enforcement. I'm for law enforcement in and of itself, according to scripture is a necessary evil in a fallen creation. Okay. So I'm, I'm for, let's make sure law enforcement is done correctly the answer to the people who abuse law enforcement isn't to eradicate and remove law enforcement. That is not mm. the answer. No. And you're uh, going to have some t- something is going to be in law enforcement. Here's your list. It right can now. be Nazi mm-hmm. stormtroopers. Right. Right. It can be a police officer. It can be a warlord. It can be a gang. Mm-hmm. Somebody's always going to be patrolling the streets. Right. You just have to choose which one you want to deal with. So we have politicized a pandemic. We have politicized how we're going to vote. We have politicized treatments for the pandemic. We politicized the testing. We politicized sports. We politicized going back to school. We have politicized haircuts. We have politicized <laughs> gatherings. Ear- earrings you can wear. Gatherings. Guys, it, we're going to have to get to the point where we're, somebody is going to have, and, and this means multiple people, are going to have to rise up and be the adults in the room mm-hmm. for all the children and say, this is what we're doing. This is how we're going to do it. Some of y'all are going to cry and scream and just fall all over yourself and roll around in the floor, like, like I said yesterday, and pitch a little tantrum. Either we're going back to school or we're not. Either we're going to play sports or we're not. Either we're going to continue to have gatherings or we're not. Uh, or, or we're going to, and we're going to say, here are some treatments out there that are available to you. Here's how we're going to do testing. I would think from the story last hour, NFL, I'm just trying, not trying to tell you what to do, but I'm a professor at Rick and Bubba University, where we hand out degrees in common sense. I think I dropped the shoot-ready-aim format of publicly saying who's on the COVID IR, like Matthew Stafford. I'd do a few few tests and make sure they're consistent before I put it out. I wouldn't put it out the first time somebody tests positive, since apparently he tested positive one time and negative four times. I probably would have waited on that next test, and when it came up negative, I would have said, Whoa! On the IR list, let's test him. Let's test him three more times. I don't have a problem with that. Let's yeah. test him three more times. What do we get? We got four negatives in a row. Okay, get him. Don't put him out on the IR list. Stafford, go back to what you were doing. Sorry about that. False positive. Yeah. Now, doesn't that make just some yeah. sense? It does. And and I, can't we apply that to just about everything we're dealing with right now?
hey, we got some bad folks in law enforcement. I know. Well, let's deal with them. Now I'm thinking, let's just get rid of defund it and abolish the whole thing. Nah. Yeah, I think that's probably what we'll see the crime rate yeah. uh, that we had last year already met in August. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. That's, probably, hey, that's a good idea. That's probably not the answer. Uh, we'll be back. 15 minutes past. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Morgan Freeman, Rick and Bubba are the greatest radio tandem in the history of the universe. Now sing the school song! 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show, kind of jumping off Bubba's point that he made going to the break. Uh, New York City, uh, the wealthy Upper East Side reports a shocking 286% increase in robberies with armed gunmen holding up the residents just feet from their homes. Yeah, they're just they're just standing around waiting on people to come in and yep. just sticking them up right at the door. Mm-hmm. Stick them up, pal. You, you know, uh, you know why I think they probably start doing that is because they realize there's no one to stop them. Yeah, right. because you know, I, I don't know about y'all, but I, I you know, if, if if has anybody ever been in a classroom with a teacher left? <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. right. And said I got to go down the hall and they <laughs> yeah. get they can hunt something they don't come back. Yeah. They come back and people are throwing stuff all over the room. Yeah, so you have that. And on this note, you know. Uh, Comrade de Blasio, uh, the New York City Health Commissioner, has resigned, citing uh, Blasio's mishandling of the coronavirus pandemic. Oh. He said uh, that he is no longer going to be working with de Blasio, and he has resigned. Uh, he says, I left my post today with deep disappointment that during the most critical— I think it was a she. A she. Yeah. I leave my post uh, during the most critical public public health crisis in our lifetime— uh, that the health department's uh, disease control expertise was not used to de- the degree it could have been. Uh, we were not used like we should have been, meaning that basically de Blasio, just like he's doing with law enforcement, he wouldn't let us do our job. Yeah, he, he did what was politically uh, expedient for him. Uh, Rick, also, big endorsement handed out yesterday. I don't know if you saw the news. The Revolutionary Communist Party of America endorsed Joe Biden for president. Oh, oh right. Yeah. That? That's, not very sur- I mean, that's not surprising at all. Is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. I'm shocked. That's a big endorsement. About that. As you yeah. one, you won't. Yep. And, it, and it's interesting that they see uh, how far left the Democratic Party has gone, but our Americans seem to be in denial about now, it. They, mm-hmm. they look over and said, that's us right there. Mm-hmm. Now, I heard his wife yesterday. She was out campaigning for him, and she was stating the fact he is a moderate, always has been a moderate, mm-hmm. that he's not a leftist. That's what she was saying yesterday. Although Bernie keeps talking about how thrilled they are to get him in there, so how progressive yeah. they'll be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joe, that's what she kept going Joe's got to walk a tightrope here. Uh, he, he needs <clears throat> the, the far left, their support. And he doesn't want to turn them off. If they stay at home, he loses. But if he wins with them, buddy, they are going to come with oh, their hand boy. out ready for uh, a lot of implementation of things they want. If I'm a communist, and, and Adler just showed you their, what they've posted, they're saying this is the revolution they've been waiting on. Yeah. If I'm a communist, Let's say it again, Ed. If I'm a communist right now, and I look at the things that the Democratic Party are letting go on and the people they've had hijack their party, uh, and it says uh, he endorses, as Bubba said, um, and look up what it says above it, Welcome to the Revolution. Mm-hmm. This is their magazine, yeah. The Voice of the Revolutionary Communist Party, USA. If I'm a communist, this is as close as you've ever been in my lifetime. I mean, you're, oh, you're yeah. making some ground. Uh-huh. Because oh. if, you take, if you take where Biden is cowering to the AOCs and the Kamala Harris's and 
and the, the you know the squad, and then you see Pelosi tried to go against them, and now she's kind of giving into them. And you see Elizabeth Warren, <clears throat> she's you know battier than she's ever been, and you have all this going on in that party, and then you look over here, and then you see the organization Black Lives Matter, which you're seeing more and more people, by the way, saying what we were saying for weeks: you can support the sentiment of Black Lives Matter and say they absolutely do, and I'm here to eradicate police brutality wherever it exists and still not support the the organization Black Lives Matter. But if I'm a if I'm a communist, so I'm looking over at the Democratic Party, I'm looking at the organization Black Lives Matter, and they say right there on their website that they're they're Marxists just like we are and they want to break down the whole constitutional republic setup that is somehow racist and they're drafting with it. Now, I got news for I want I want to throw a caution flag to the LGBTQ community. <clears throat> I will let y'all know y'all don't fare well under communist reign. No. Just, let me just throw no. a little, just no, a little which caution is, flag. Which is bizarre to me how they have <laughs> lined up to coddle that group. Yeah, LGBTQ, you, you don't want to be involved in any tyrannical government. Y'all don't fare well in that. Uh, you, have, you have a pretty great freedom situation here. Uh, to live out your lives, you know, as long as you, you know, don't break any laws. They don't like people yeah. telling them they're wrong, and yeah. that's what the right does. The problem is, if you go to the left and go to communism, they will, they, they will get rid of you. Yeah, it's, that's how they handle. It's one thing for me to, and I should respectfully disagree with uh, what I think is God's standard uh, for intimacy, marriage, and gender. But you can live out your life, you know, and us agree to disagree. That's a little different than I, we're rounding y'all up and we're going to eradicate y'all from our society. Yep. That you you really don't want that. Uh, it, it, so just be careful. I know that they're using you guys as a shield to say, yeah, if you feel left out and you're against uh, the Constitutional <laughs> Republic, then come on over here. <laughs> you got to be careful because you know. But what we have right now is an all-out communist movement that's going on in our country. I was really ready to say socialist, but I, it's going further than that. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're now we're we're full-blown Marxism anarchy. But the problem we're trying to tell everybody, especially young people out there, and I'm talking mainly to kind of. Some of the young, uh, looks like you've never been out in the sun, lily white people mm-hmm. that are the anarchists and the Antifa, and you love this Marxism Bottom idea. Bottom of D challenge. Yeah, you think this Marxist idea is kind of sharp and you're excited about it. What you don't understand is that the, the communists and the true Marxists, what they will do is they will use you to break down a law and order society. They'll use you to do it. And then when lawlessness is abundant, they will swoop in, and they will establish order. They will take control, and you will be out. You're, you're nothing but a pawn in all of this because the And law, then you get no say in it. Yeah, the, At least you've got that now. And you won't do protesting, and you won't be burning anything, and you won't be doing anything. You'll be shut down immediately over the now tyrannical party, which will feature something that you don't seem to be aware of, the ruling class. You think you hate rich people in America? Just wait how much you're going to hate the ruling class in communism. The ruling class, they live a separate life from everybody else, and you have no recourse. And you are not allowed any anything, any system for you to maximize your potential. And, That'll be over. And you wonder why they would, they would lean that way and go that way. Well, I can tell you why. They think that if they're in on the ground floor of it, they will get a say in how it's done and that they will be accepted in the new communist America, that they'll have, that they, it'll all be cool. But that ain't how it works. Yeah, you might you might get a jacket and get to stand outside the, 
the palace yeah. with a gun and all kinds of weather? Maybe. Uh, but uh, but if, uh, you're, this utopia you think you're building, is, you're, you're going to rule the day that you went down this road. But maybe there's enough of us that can save you from yourselves and, and not allow this to continue. You ever seen big pictures of the Pride Parade in, in Beijing? Sure haven't. Not going to. No. Don't have it. Did I see any during the Soviet Union? Nope. Nope. I didn't think that did. was the you know the United Soviet Socialist Republic. By the way, right? Yeah. It's a I mean, all all this all this freedom that uh, you think is just a given. <laughs> there's only really only one setup that kind of gives you this, and and you're in it, and, and all you're the, trying to destroy it for some reason. Yeah, I, you need to think that through. If you want to try to say to this government you need to do a better job, that's great. Sure, we all need to do that. I'd agree with you on that. I'll march away on that one. You don't want to tear down a constitutional republic and replace it with uh, an overreaching, tyrannical dictatorship. You just don't want that. I'm just telling you. Uh, And uh, you're being used by them to get what they want. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, we go phone trolling now at eight six six. We be big. There's room for you to get in, and other topics that we will cover uh, going forward. We'll hit a few of those, maybe even going into the phone troll. I do want to point you to mypillow.com, though. Mypillow.com. Uh, look, we'd all uh, like to find some joy right now, uh, and you can uh, every time you use a, a mypillow product uh, because you're thinking, you know, I, this this I have just like I like it. This is the one thing. In my life right now, that I've got just like a, I like it, all American-made products. Uh, so whether you're, you know, maybe doing a staycation and not going to travel this year, or maybe you are traveling, uh, they also have the go anywhere version of the My Pillow that is fantastic, easier to pack, and you can uh, get any of these products by going to MyPillow.com. Click on Radio Specials, use the promo code Bubba for special savings, and uh, really that applies to every single product they have, and you can see them all there. Uh, so go to MyPillow.com, click Radio Specials, take the promo code Bubba, uh, and then let the savings begin. There's also a link at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. Bubba, as, as we go to these phones, so what – what? Uh, I think we've got this video on it. I'll, I'll try to get it to Adler get it here. To Adler this, this is pretty good. Because um, it ties into what we were just talking about. Cuomo that, is – and, and you, <laughs> you're talking about somebody who's painted themselves in a the corner, okay? Yeah. He is asking – and begging New Yorkers, wealthy New Yorkers, to come back to the city. Now, this is going on at the same time that many people in New York are saying, hey, we got to have a, a tax on the wealthy, because guess what? We are looking at the numbers. We're going to have a $30 billion deficit over the next two years. Cuomo has said we need the top 1% wage earners to come back because the top 1% pays half the taxes. Now, I'm not Man, trying to, hey. Yeah, I'm not trying to tell him what to do, but if you if you want people to come back, <laughs> number one, they can't be held up with a gun outside where they live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'd like the least protection. They they'd like some protection, mm-hmm. it would be good. Uh, and uh, so that that's one thing you and, and also they probably don't like being demonized every time you run out of money. Mhm. And uh, they don't want to pay half the taxes. So, yeah, 1% pays 50% of the taxes. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, 
So, so and, and, and see, there's like a lot that. of people going, okay, well, we're going to have a budget. To, uh, we got to soak the rich. We need another wealth tax. And Cuomo's going, uh, guys, we need the wealthy to come back. And they've gone to these other states around us, and they're not paying near the tax. And I'm afraid they're going to stay. What a concept. I know. Isn't that crazy? Are you saying that you can tax people to a rate that they finally will leave? Are you serious? They want to stay and take Th- it? This one story, I, let me give you the opening line. Governor Andrew Cuomo is begging wealthy New Yorkers to return to the city and save it from economic ruin. Hmm. So people, He's also fighting hmm. off calls from other lawmakers to raise taxes on the rich. He fears it could permanently drive out the top 1% of the city hmm. who pay 50% of the taxes. So as this keeps happening... Ooh, we have got ourselves in a corner. How are we going to get out of this? We've painted the floor, and there's nowhere to walk to get oh, out of here. Oh, boy. We're, we're taxing them to <clears throat> at, at, uh, at a rate that's unbearable, and even if they do come back right now, they'll be held at gunpoint going into their apartment. Yeah, the crime yeah. rate is up. Uh, yeah. They're yeah. not... They're they not... call the police. Nobody's going to answer. Can I tell you this? You know... My wife at one time worked for a chamber of commerce where we live, so I kind of you know, I understand the whole chamber of commerce. You even heard it's a chamber of commerce day here today on weather and that kind of stuff. You know, the chamber of commerce tries to encourage people to come live in said area. Can I tell you one thing that, that the chamber of commerce doesn't want to have to say? Come here, we'll tax you into oblivion and hold you at gunpoint trying to go into your apartment. Yeah, that's not what the chamber of commerce can't work with that slogan. Well, and, you know, no. part of this new relief, the reason that we're having a deadlock in D.C. right now on getting more stimulus to people who have been uh, unfairly uh, suffered dearly under this COVID lockdown and the COVID slowdown is that the Democrats are wanting to put all these bills to, to pay billions of dollars to mostly Democrat states who have big deficits. So... Not all these deficits came because of COVID. They were already running huge oh, deficits. Of course, yeah. Because they were just passing out money like it was candy to everybody. And now they're in financial trouble. I mean, they're, they were in trouble. Now they're really in trouble. And so now they want the federal government to come in and bail them out. Mm-hmm. So here's Cuomo talking about trying to bring the wealthy people back to New York. Here it is. I'm not, I'm not going to let Washington off the hook. Uh, they have to deliver. They have to deliver. We have federal representatives. We have senators and we have congresspeople. We pay them to pass a piece of legislation that's going to help New York. And it's simple. If the legislation is not going to help New York, you know what I say to them? Don't pass it. It can't pass without you. It can't pass without you. Don't pass a piece of legislation that doesn't restore New York's fundraising funds. Fundraising. If you pass a piece of legislation that requires New York to raise taxes, raise a millionaire's tax, in this economic environment in New York City, uh, where we're struggling, we used to be worried a millionaire's tax people might leave. No, no, no. The burden shifted. We're trying to get people to come back. We're trying to get them to come back. COVID's under control. Uh, We're going to make progress helping the homeless. We're going to clean up the graffiti. We're going to fix crime. On top of that, you want to say, and by the way, when you come back, you're going to get a big 
tax increase. Our population, 1% of the population pays 50% of the taxes. And they're the most mobile people on the globe. I literally talk to people all day long who are now in the Hamptons house, who also lived here, or in their Hudson Valley house, or in their Connecticut weekend house. And I say, you got to come back. When are you coming back? We'll go to dinner. I'll buy you a drink. Come over. I'll cook. They're not coming back right now. And you know what else they're thinking? If I stay there, they pay a lower income tax because they don't pay the New York City surcharge. <laughs> Duh. Is, that, is, that, is that a Democrat? Uh, wow. Right now, right now, Cuomo, not meaning to, mm-hmm. has shown you that Ronald Reagan was right, that Laffer was right. Remember the Laffer curve? Yeah. And, Rick, it goes to show you when you have based your whole economic plan on soaking the rich, 1% of your population pays half your tax. That's insanity. You're talking about putting too many eggs in one basket. Well, soak the rich, that's the right thing. No, no, it's not. It's not right. Well, it's not right. No, you're right. I'll tell you this. It it ought to be spread across the population, percentage-wise, just like we have learned from giving to the church a tithe. If you make $1, you give a dime. If you make $100 million, you give $10 million. It's it's all based on percentage that's across the board. But we couldn't buy votes with that. We couldn't pay off our political friends, so we have soaked the rich. Get the millionaires. Get the millionaires. Well, guess what? They've been toting the load, and they've left. So now what you got? Well, right, and you know how many times we talk about you're going to be the king, but look at your kingdom. Look what you had to do to mm-hmm. it to get there. You just heard Cuomo, a raging Democrat, mm-hmm. saying, I'm trying to convince. Listen to the things he mentioned yeah. that makes de Blasio look terrible. <laughs> because I'll tell you one thing. I'll give Bloomberg credit. At least he didn't deteriorate New York City into what de Blasio has. You know, Rudy did cleaned New York yep. up, made yep. it a great place to take your families. We all loved going to New York when Rudy cleaned it up. Bloomberg at least kept it pretty much like Rudy had it. I disagreed on Bloomberg on a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. But but de Blasio has turned it into a nightmare. It's Gotham City. And if you don't believe that, listen to Cuomo, a fellow Democrat. Of course, de Blasio is a communist. And he is— Rick, he really is. I mean, you realize he's changed his name. He's been to major communist—I mean, he is a communist. Yeah. But did you hear the list that Cuomo goes? He goes, so I'm telling them— we're gonna clean up the place. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get crime under control. Uh, COVID's already under control. He's listing all these things that he's promising these wealthy people. We're gonna clean up. Meaning De Blasio has caused these problems. And oh, by the way, I can't get them to come back after we've solved these problems and tell them they're gonna pay more tax because they already pay fifty percent of it. And See, we, I'll give you a real-life real example. Nationally, on the national level, we were approached at one time by one client that said, I would like to buy every single network availability that you have. And we all agreed that's not a good plan because no. if that one client decides they're out, we're doomed. Mm-hmm. We can't be that dependent on one, one small, tiny percent of advertisers. 
And and to Bubba's point, you can't do the same thing with your taxes. And then Cuomo said said the same thing. He said, "Here's the other thing: the most wealth the most wealthy people are have the means to leave. Yeah, yeah. they're the most mobile. Yeah, they they can just say, I'm not I'm, I'm not doing this. And and New York's not so wonderful that you'll stay there in filth, homelessness, crime, and high taxes. It's not that wonderful." Like you said, some of them got a pretty nice setup in Connecticut. When I'm paying 50% of the bill and told I'm not paying my fair share, we'll take your phone calls next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Coming to you from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, here's Rick and Bubba. It's nine minutes now to the top of the hour. Phone calls coming in. Lines are available. Helmsy's got it handled. At 866-WE-BE-BIG-RICK. I'm sorry, Robert, out of Pensacola. Uh, Robert, welcome to Rick and Bubba, and thank you for your patience. How you doing, buddy? Hey, you got me? We Go do. Ahead. We do. Come you, on in. You, okay. Uh, I just sent you and Bubba the email. Uh, the, uh, uh, the Russian cosmonaut took a picture of all the boats in the Gulf headed towards the uh, capsule the other day. Yeah, it, it's real funny because in the video you see – Maybe 20 or 30, but it looks like there is just folks all over the Gulf headed to that region. Um, I saw the NASA administrator said they cleared the landing area in advance with security teams. Right. But he said the moment that capsule hit the water, it was a free-for-all. So they had no way to stop So a cosmonaut took a picture of it? On the space station, it went over just a few minutes after it had landed, and you see all these boats headed toward where the landing is. So that's uh yep. So they had it clear, but once once she touched the water, here come all the here she look look at this, Rick. Look all of those little dots with lines are boats. Wow. So they're they're all they're all headed. But even if you back up you see the how how they're just from all over the place headed that way. So how how long is that guy gonna have to step on the space station <laughs> that took the picture? Oh, I, I don't know. He's how, how he's on a tour. You know, I don't know. He's been, been there been for a while. There? Is he how long? You know, they most of them are doing six, nine months. Something like that. Y'all, what about that old feeling when you had some buddies for a while and you're hanging out? And you're, yeah, looking, you're, you're, look, you're looking down, you see him hit the water, and you're like, yeah, I'm yeah, still here. Good, yeah. I'm still up here. Yeah. <laughs> Chris in Leeds, 104.7 WZZK. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Uh, before I get into my call, uh, I call a lot, and Hel- Helmsy is killing on the phone. He's you know, better than the interns because I didn't have to repeat my name or anything. It was really good. Yeah, well, the interns, you know, they're youngsters. They're learning. You know, these guys that are doing it. You know, when you got when you got Team Rick and Bubba in here, they, these are some hardcore veterans. The now. Pros. Yeah, yeah, these the are pros. the pros. Uh-huh. Well, uh, so my my call was: I know you have to let people know you're on the air or whatever, but if you would just call Gary and tell him that you're going with the Chinese seeds this year instead of the Tecamani, I would love to hear his reaction. That Gosh, that's good. That, that Chinese grass. Hey, what do you mean? You, we ain't going to plant this Chinese garbage? <laughs> what, what about, well, you ain't got no tech of money. Uh, that, you know what? That, that, man, that's a good idea. Todd's in Birmingham. Lines are available for you at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Todd, go ahead. Hey, guys. Uh, what I was thinking about, and I've just ca- called a little of your show today, but if people have to pay for things, they take care of it. It's on a small scale and a, and a large scale. So on the small scale, a teenager has to pay for his car. He's going to take care of it. On a larger scale, if you're paying taxes, you're going to take better care of your city. You're going to take better care of roads, everything that you use. And so to have the rich give it to you, 
Well, no wonder things are falling apart because people aren't paying their share of taxes. We shouldn't put it on the rich. It's not their job to do it. I like what Bubba said. Look, I'm not a financial guru, but I can add, if you do it by percentages, that's the best way, and people will take care of things if they are paying for it. Yeah, you mean the way that God Almighty said we should finance his kingdom on earth? Absolutely. That one? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we've talked about this in the past is – and we, I want you to know the, the, the flat tax that Bubba and I have talked about, which, which they both have just laid out, we also in that would remove all deductions. Deductions yeah. would be over. Deductions and, is an option that you do with right. your 90%. Yeah, right. That, that's, uh, that's your deal. You, you go to Not a, interest, not anything. A flat rate across the board. I don't board. even want giving to be in it. It's, no. it's ten, with, let me tell you how simple it is. 10%. Every, everybody pays uh, right off the top, and it would it would cut down on all this legal entity yep. shell game that we play with all that stuff. Let's just be straight up. Let's go to straight up taxation. Austin in Georgia. Austin, go ahead. Uh, yes, sir. Did y'all ever hear about that riot that happened at the prison in uh, Waycross, Georgia? No, uh, no not mm, familiar with no. it. Um, well, there were. Um, there was a Facebook Live video now. Nowadays, you can't believe everything you see on Facebook. That's true. But there was uh, there was a Facebook Live video with prisoners that were injured and bloodied up, apparently from gunshot wounds, uh, on the floor and waiting for help. They were begging for help. If y'all could just look into that for me. Yeah, I'm happy to say Thank you, buddy. I'm not familiar with that. Anybody? anybody, anybody yeah, did, with that? When was this? I don't know. We'll, we'll look. We'll see. Uh, Mark engaged in Z93. Mark, go ahead. How are y'all doing today? Good. Good. I want to ask you a question, see if you believe this statement. The United States has got as much control over the virus right now as it is ever going to have without divine intervention or a medical breakthrough because the people who are going to wear a mask are wearing them, and the people who are not going to wear a mask are never going to wear them. What do you think? Uh, I, I think there's yeah. some truth to that. And they made, you know, when Trump did his interview with, uh, what was that channel, uh, Axios or what? Access. Access. Is that what it, what was it called? It's, uh, you know, the other night they were making all the big fuss over because they were even debating the numbers, how you decide how we're doing. And Trump was saying, look, you have to look at deaths versus people who have it. And they're going, no, you got to look at death versus population. Well, you can't die from COVID if you don't have it. Right. So that's really the only number you can use. Right. And uh, they got in a big debate about it. Anyway, it, you know, we're doing as well as anybody in the world. And to your point, uh, short of a vaccine that is successful and works long term, we're probably dealing with it as good as we're going to. It's a pandemic. Right. That's, that's what pandemics do. But we are working. We are going to school. We are having events. It's a hassle for everybody. If it wasn't a hassle, it wouldn't be a pandemic. Right. If there wasn't death, I mean, every life is important, but you're going to have that. I mean, I don't know how it's, you know, Trump said it is what it is, and they got on him about that, too. Well, how uncaring, you heartless bastard. You know, yeah. Right. I, yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, that's, it's right, true. Right. It's true. It's well, the only way to say it. Yeah, well, we're not on the pond. We've, we've been saying all along we're going to have to learn to live with it because apparently there's, there's only so much you can do about it, but we can't, like, somebody, you know, I guess there's some people that can stay in seclusion forever and ever, but I, not many of us. I mean, you, you, there are certain things that have to take place, and you're going to have to learn how to do them mm-hmm. with COVID being a possibility. And and we don't really know that much about it, apparently, other than we have some treatments that seem to help a little bit. Some people get real sick. Some people don't get sick at all. 
if you believe that that's possible. I tend to believe the asymptomatic people may have been a COVID positive from something in the COVID conference, but not COVID-19. That's just my own theory about that. But, uh, but anyway, and, uh, you know, we know we pretty much have dialed in the people that have the highest risk of dying. Yeah, I mean. There's we, always exceptions. Yeah. There's always exceptions. Look, but, every day that goes by, we got better numbers. But and there, we know more about what we're dealing with. Look, there's exceptions on every kind of every, disease there is. Yeah. Well, you can say, well, now, for the most part, this is not deadly. Oh, well, my loved one died. Wow, that, that normally doesn't happen. But sometimes it does. And uh, it, it may be that um, you have to learn to not be reckless with it, but it, it's not just going to vanish overnight. The, the other thing is, will it play itself out? And that's one of the other things that's out there. Will it mutate itself out of being deadly? Well, and some, some said some of the mutations we've seen, it has become less severe. Right. And I hope it continues. And that, that's good news. Of course, you won't get a lot of good news, but that is good news. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Talk to me. CC, pick up that guitar and I'm trying to be you. Warning. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant dudes. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Here we go. It is six minutes past the hour. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here 26 and a half years now. Welcome back for a brand new hour. Put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy. There he is. Hey, Bubba. Rick, glad to be here, and what an honor and privilege it is. <laughs> you, you, you owe a lot of people uh, orange juice and soft drinks. Yeah, yeah you nice do, down. big guy. That. That's all right. That's it. That now, I just, I just can't. Well, I can't take. Well, Bubba, Bubba got mad. We won't hear from Bubba again like that for another quarter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Three more months. See you fourth quarter. See you fourth quarter. <laughs> so uh, we uh, we have much to unpack. Starting the hour, we'll start with this um, um, Ted Cruz. And, and and we've been talking about this so much. I don't understand. I understand the things we disagree on here in this country as, as citizens and political and spiritual and whatever the case may be, uh, ideology. But it seems that there's some things that we should all be in agreement on. Mm-hmm. And one of those is Antifa. Can't we all be against anarchists and people who just destroy for the sake of destroying and and what's those two words you use, Bubba? They love whatever and discontent. Uh, hate and discontent. Hate and discontent. H and D that we call it. Hate and discontent. Can't we all say, now these people we don't like. Yeah. Uh, well, well, apparently not. You know, it's, it's, it's like it can't be done. And Ted Cruz takes the Democrats to task over this. And, um, and you, he can't get them to just say, you, it's okay to be critical of Antifa. It, it's okay just to denounce them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and he can't get it done. And finally, somebody just gets somebody to walk out on him. Yeah, and it's the uh, the Democratic senator out of Hawaii. You want to know the name of the hearing, Rick? The right of the people peaceably to assemble, protecting speech by stopping anarchist violence. Yes, that, that's the that's the name it's of quite the hearing. A title. Yeah, yeah, so we're going to say that Antifa is not even good for the those that have the right to protest. We don't we don't think they're good for them either. Right. They're dangerous. They they might they might cause innocent people to get mm-hmm. hurt, uh, and so um, so Cruz has had his comments. She's had hers, and she wraps her comment up with with where we pick it up. All right, so here it is. I hope this is the end of this hearing, Mr. Chairman, and that we don't have to listen to any more of your rhetorical speeches. Thank you very much. I'm leaving. Okay, now she's about to try to leave. Here we go. 
Well, I appreciate the, as always, kind and uplifting words of Senator Hirono. (laughs) (laughs) And I would also note that throughout her remarks, she still did not say a negative word about Antifa, nor has any Democrat here. Uh, They instead engage in a political game where they depend. You're welcome to say something negative about Antifa right now. (laughs) She's getting the paperwork together. Okay, she declined to speak, so that is the position of the Democratic Party. I would note also that of the seven Democratic senators who spoke, not a one of them apologized for or denied. Why does it keep doing that? It's just a lagging, it looks like. I don't know why it's pausing. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think it's so. not lagging. Somebody, it's like a video that somebody's sitting there pausing. Yeah, it is. It's, it's weird. Stupid I'd say this. I think. Cruz needs to stay with a beard. He don't look so much like Grandpa Munster. Yeah, yeah. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's good. It was wrapping up anyway. No. She was leaving. He was and hard he, to look and at. He was basically saying, everybody there, not one of you have denounced Antifa. Can't say it. He goes, not one. Have denounced <laughs> Antifa. Every time that was happening, I was actually unpausing it. It was pausing. I was unpausing it. Yeah, watch it. Watch it. I noticed that. That's weird. Something weird. But anyway, he, he said, on on. Get you. it was Antifa. And he makes this point. He said, what's happening, unfortunately, this is Ted Cruz, is not free speech. And those who are peaceably protesting are seeing their protests hijacked by violent anarchists, by Marxists who are engaged in acts of terror. At the end of the day, none of this is complicated. Don't assault your fellow citizens. Don't firebomb a police car. Don't loot and destroy small businesses. And don't murder police officers. And he was saying... I would just like to get a Democrat to agree with that, that we, we want the peaceable hey, we want the peaceful peaceful protesters to be protected from Antifa. So can we all agree that we can be against firebombs, murder, uh, violence, destruction of businesses, and if people want to stand and peacefully protest to redress the government over an issue that needs to be addressed, fine, but can we all, and we should celebrate that, should we? Can we all denounce Antifa, anarchists and Marxists? Can we all agree on that? And he couldn't get him to do it. Mm. And I take a note of that. The reason why I would take a note of that is because there's a, an election coming up in November. And, look, we're always choosing the best we can choose, okay? It's a fallen creation with fallen people, and there's yet to have been a, perf- been a, a perfect person to run for public office, uh, is, is, I know, in my lifetime. No, but there's not a perfect one nor are we perfect people. However, this time you can look at that and you can look at the things that maybe you don't want, no matter what your political affiliation is. I don't really want my cities on fire. I don't really want Marxism. I don't want anarchists. I don't want violence. I don't want firebombs. I don't want lawlessness. I don't want mob control. Well, what the Democrats appear to be unwilling to do is to distance themselves from that and say, we're not for that either. Yeah, you see, that that can't even be their theme song. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is they could then say, we disagree with Republicans on taxation. Uh, We disagree with Republicans. How we raise it, how we spend it. Yeah, we disagree, which would be part of that. We disagree with Republicans on social programs. Uh, You can even disagree on the Republicans on... Uh, even Republicans may agree or disagree on moral issues. But I just think that as Americans, we can all want to protect 
the constitutional republic and the right to peacefully protest, the right to go to church if we want to, and then anything that is breaking the laws of our land, we would not be for. But you can't get the Democrats to do that, so now I can only say they've given the opposing party the right to say, here's image after image after image of burning cities and lawlessness in our country. A vote for the Democrats is a vote for the country to look like these cities that are run top to bottom by Democrats. Is that yeah. – and I would, you would say, Rick, that's not fair. Well, it, it wouldn't be fair if they would clarify that that's not what they're for. Then it wouldn't be fair. But if they're not going to denounce it, then it's fair because it sounds like that they don't have a problem with it. Yeah. Because you know how if you ask me a direct question, do you have a problem with this, then I probably can answer yes or no and then even expand on, on what I mean by that. You know, I, would even, I wouldn't corner you and try to act like that you're against – you know, Black Lives Matter, the sentiment or anything like that. That's not fair. But you could come over and say, so this 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 anarchy, though, and this lawlessness, you're against that, right? Well, of course, all civilized citizens should be against that. Right. Democrat or Republican. But they're not doing that. So it's almost like they've been given a chance to not let those kind of political ads run, and they're not taking it. So that means it's fair game. You can look at the top-to-bottom Democrat-run cities, and ask the question, is this how you want your city to look? Is this, is this the country that you want? Isn't that fair? I think it's very fair. Mm-hmm. If, if they're not going to distance themselves from it. And you say, well, Rick, you know they're against that. Apparently not. They, they keep being asked a direct question about it, and they won't say. Why, why would anybody in a political party be afraid to go against an anarchist organization? What, what, po- what political advantage do you have yeah, to supporting to, that group it seems like that'd be a no-brainer that's like somebody you know asking me you know are are, are you against uh are, are you against pedophiles eh, i'm gonna step out on a limb and say yes mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I, I mean it's i mean is that a difficult question there ought to be Tip some things that we're very united on right as america so anyway so i guess if the republicans are politically wise you take uh, that kind of moment and what's going on with lawlessness, anarchy, and uh, violence and pestilence and say a vote for the Democrats is a vote for lawlessness. Be a fair statement. Mm-hmm. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Semper Fi, do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. Gunnery Sergeant R. Lee Ermy here. Hey, you had best be listening to Rick and Bubba. Don't make me have to come over to your house, knock your door down, and drop you down for push-ups. Just get that knob adjusted right now, sweetheart. 21 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us today. Uh, we are aware that we're having YouTube problems, so we don't know the solution. It might be on the YouTube. It may be just a YouTube problem in general. We don't know. Uh, scheduled today, though, the Wednesday Bible study should uh, be back at li- uh, live noon on the YouTube channel. If we can't get it live uh, working for you or you're having issues, it will be archived audio and video, and you can always go and find those after they're archived at BurgessMinistries.com. Uh, just click on Listen if you just want the audio only. So if the YouTube gives us a, a problem today, that's another option for you. But if you want to watch live noon central, we will attempt that on our YouTube channel as we do every Wednesday. Unsaved Christian part 13 
today. Also, uh, coming up this weekend, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. That's our original podcast every week. And uh, our guest, Herschel Walker. So oh, we're, we're, the big dog. Yeah. Great Herschel Walker. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And they give, it, they give it to the kid from uh, – <laughs> so, um, so we'll uh, we'll talk with him. We're actually going to – he he could only tape it today, so we'll tape yep. that today. But it'll be out this weekend on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Bubba, a couple of items in the in the world that we're living in. There's an Alabama school district that is have been have been forced to reorder laptops after the United States blocks the Chinese shipment. Uh, they believe that this this shipment of computers that was going to this Alabama school district was made by a Chinese company that is accused of using forced labor uh, to make these computers. Yeah, I saw that story. It was a bit confusing I, because we get a lot of computers from China. I don't know why this particular order was held up. This particular uh, company, I guess. Yeah, well, it was, uh, and I think they were Chromebooks, if I remember correctly from the story. Google Chrome, yeah. Mm-hmm. Google Chrome, mm-hmm. uh, or it's a Chromebook. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't know why it was, it was mm-hmm. held up versus something about you know, the company all the that PCs, was providing it. all the Apples and everything else that comes. You know, I, I, I guess with Apple – uh, Foxconn is very well known and, you know, they've been looked into and studied and, you know, some of the things you see going on, you're not exactly excited about, but by Chinese, you're talking about, you're talking about people leaping to their death over by, their work schedule. Well, by Chinese <laughs> yeah. schedules, uh, it's probably a pretty good place to work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's only like 14 hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying it's right. good. <laughs> right. Okay. But, and they, but they, they actually pay them you, double whatever yeah. I get. Some, yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you get 50 cents a day, yeah. you're, you're, you're living high on the hog well, in communist you, China. You works for Foxconn, you can actually get a cup of coffee and a muffin. Oh, right. wow. Well, that's <laughs> but, worth it. It but, goes a lot further there. By the me. way, uh, LeBron James is already weighed in saying, hey, leave these people alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the uh, a Chinese company, and they said that they have a – a bad reputation, yeah, uh, of forced labor, uh, and all kinds of things. If you read it, doing all they just uh, apparently well, eleven is, Chinese companies have been put on a U.S. Commerce Department uh, list of companies to look out for, and this was one of them. Well, this is providing. the this is the Google company. This is some of their stuff. So. Oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they they sent them back, so they have to reorder. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, still, still looking for the conservative who's starting a major uh, social. <laughs> Media company. I think that uh, parlor, parlor, it's I, out there. We're I, just not using. It. I downloaded it yesterday. I'm on. I'm on explore it because I, I like that old guy. Parlor. The account. I like that guy who I started found, it. Uh, yeah. Danny. Danny uh, He's one of the investors. Yeah, the Danny Parlor. I see him on Fox all the time. He's the oh, former police Hannity, officer. Hannity can't get enough of Bonaducci. Yeah. Sometimes I was <laughs> are you serious? Sometimes. Oh, Hannity has him on every What's night. What's he do? It ain't Bonaducci. His last name is Bonaducci. It's close. How do you say it? I call, it, I call I, him Bonaducci. Yeah, how do you say it? Bongino? Bongino. 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 Yeah. Uh, Hannity is... Uh, Bonagino. Yeah, Bonagino. See, that's how you're supposed Hannity's to say it. Hannity's got a parlor account. Martin Levin, Blaze, has a parlor account. But there's only, when you compare, it's like, you know, you're oh, looking it's peanuts. at yeah. 330 yeah. million worldwide Twitter users compared to this that's very similar to Twitter. Well, it's let me like tell you, if, if I could so. delete Facebook and Twitter today, I would. Oh, if I, would I had too. a way to get get too. the word out, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm so tired of them and th- this joke that they are. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So it's uh, well, I'm, that, that, I'm sick of supporting people who are just opposed to every single thing I stand for. Yeah, but I don't have a choice right now. I know I don't have a choice. Well, let's right, make yeah. a push. Let's do it. Let's but I, it goes it back to you know, Bub and I have always been. We've I've noticed we've always been very intrigued with trying to figure out 
that the egg or the chicken thing and, and yeah. these kind of like I remember one time we said are celebrities are people who are already nutty more likely to be a celebrity or does being a celebrity make you nutty? <laughs> and so I have to go to this now. I think it's, it's, there's a there's a little truth on both sides of that equation. So if, if are you just if you have a conservative type mind are you just unable to create these kind of products? Is that does that or does or does being which one comes first? I mean, I, I, I mean, think the conservative people. Are, and I'm making big general statements here, right. okay? So I think they're probably less likely to get out there on the edge with some of this stuff because they have family, they have business, they have, you know, the relationships that they want to nurture, and they don't have time for that. Where if you're out there on the edge and you're, you know, some pothead, you know, mm-hmm. guitar-playing guy that stares at the sunset, you probably have more time to come up with these crazy ideas and, and, and you, take the risk to make them happen. And usually start a cult. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what I'm Same talking about. So I, yeah. I think, I think that that lifestyle probably leads to more creativity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but can't you be creative and be conservative? Yeah, I just don't think you, it's it's part of your you primary fa- DNA. Well, you fall that. into all that you uh, the, the falsehood of a, right, a right, utopia because right. you're living one way, but in your mind you think you live another way. Right. You know, yeah, and, I, you I think you know, and then I think once. Once you you get successful and you have some money, and I don't mean like money, I have a, a, a suburbia house type thing or a vacation house. I mean like money, okay? Like I have private jets. Mm-hmm. I think it amplifies your fringe a little bit. So if yeah. you're if you're out there, it's going to amplify that. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're somewhat normal, you're going to see it in fringe areas, you know. Like I want to buy a football team, well, you, you, you know, or something. But, I don't, mm-hmm. but you clearly don't understand Marxism and communism. You sh- you don't understand it because people like you are done away with. So you don't really well, get that. I, you know what I do, and I have this. That's a great question because I have asked some of my liberal friends, tried to get through to them to ask them what, why do you think this is going to be different, and they think that the way they're doing it right. is different than the way the Soviet Union did it the way that China did it, the way that Cuba's doing it. Their way is going to be implemented in a better scenario. Or even some will say to do it the way it should have been done. Some will say it's going to be a hybrid. We're going to, we're going to fix some of the problems society has now with this, and it's going to be different. But it won't be different. That's the problem. Yeah, well, I hate to break it to them. If you're going to say we're going to be pretty much socialist but we're going to dabble in, in capitalism. That that's China, right? Right. The government dabbles in it, but the people don't get to. Right. Right. China <laughs> China ha- is capitalistic enough to move their their country forward. See, like where North Korea would be closed, they're not moving forward. Right. But they're both communist. Right. But when when push comes to shove, and people are unhappy with what they're getting, they roll the tanks in. You never hear about it because the media is closed. It's not right. an open media. Right. So they take care of the problem. They can go out. They can dig mass graves out in the field. They can cut down three or 400 people with a machine gun, cover them up, and nobody ever knows about it. Right. Nobody ever says a word to complain because they never knew about it. Right. I just know that, hey, you know, my husband never came back. What happened to him? Right. And they do a very good job on on brainwashing. If you if you've oh, ever yeah. seen the documentary yeah. One Child Nation, I mean they had the majority of the population bought into that idea. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, they, they thought did. their government was so smart to come up with it. Yeah. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. It's 35 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Cook's Pest Control and Centricon. Looky, looky, looky. Here comes Cookie. Cook's Pest Control. And if you, uh, have you seen, by the way, some of the stuff they're doing is so... So cool how they'll come out. They'll they'll evaluate your home, your property. Uh, they they got some very funny commercials they're running too on on some video right now. That's uh, where, where a guys playing a pass. That's funny, uh, but they do an incredible job for us, and they'll do a great job for you too. You don't have to live with pests, termites, mosquitoes. Do what we do. Contact Cooks Pest Control today for a free quote or free inspection. And uh, now that the hot weather has been on us for a while, man, I don't know about y'all. Bugs are everywhere, but you don't have to tolerate them. Uh, you can get help from cookspest.com today. Call them for that free thorough inspection. Even uh, new home con- uh, construction, you can use them, contractors. They- they'll work with you, too. Uh, there's a link at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. A couple of other things before we uh, get back to some phones, and phones are coming in. Speedy on the phones now at 866-WE-BE-BIG. The worn-out button. These are All right. the days of America. Nice, Bubba. Nice. So sorry. Can I tell you something about the computer trouble going on? There's something weird going on today anyway. No, I'm really having is. trouble with several things. Yeah, people are saying that they're watching us on YouTube and all of a sudden it just goes black and then they have to reboot it and it comes back again. I, there's all kinds of weird stuff going on. We don't know what it is. Uh, we'll try to get to it. I don't I, think it's just that. I think there's just some weird stuff going on. It's just today. weird. We might need to have a national reboot. And I think somebody. Who, who's guilty of thinking we could have some? <laughs> I mean, that's your first mistake. <laughs> But anyway, uh, I don't know who Maddie Ziegler is, but she uh, undoubtedly she was on uh, Dance Moms. She's an alumnus of Dance Moms. Yeah, I'm out of the loop on her. Oh yeah, that was that. You remember the the kind of overweight dance teacher that was really no, I know who that is, but everybody. I, but who's she Maddie? was one of the little girls. She was like at the time. Of course, I guess she's grown now. But. Well, that's the key, Greg. Listen to this. That you're not going to believe this. You you just hit on the key of the story. So that's because that, there's a reason I wouldn't know her name because she was nine. Yeah. Is this her? She's grown up now. So Maddie. Yeah, she was one of the little mm-hmm. kids. Maddie Ziegler, who's 17 now, says she was ashamed and sorry about her actions in old social media telling fans. There's a few videos some of you have seen from when I was nine. And I thought, I thought it was funny to mock people in their accents. Yeah. I was nine. Okay. Uh, I'm honestly ashamed, and I'm sorry for my actions. The decisions I made then are absolutely not decisions I would make today. You're nine. You're, and first of you're, all, you're just making fun of accents. People do that all the time. We do I mean, it here. We have fun with well, it. People do it. We I mean, did it this so, morning. Where, uh, where does the line draw? Can you? Are we going to say now that if you're an actor, like we said earlier, Arnold, we use him as an example, and you, you speak in a different accent for your character, I mean, is that what they call that cultural appropriation? Was that yeah, I, misappropriation? Greg, I cannot live in a world where I can be canceled for what I did when I was nine. Yeah, how about I, I, that? I, yeah, I, yeah. I, can't, I can't live in that world. That's that's just too well, look, I'm glad positive. social media wasn't around when we were nine. But, uh, and and know, we I, got a little of this here, too, though, Rick. Don't think. No, First of all, all, I'm trying to be sure. You're all over yeah. this. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's really offended, but she just wants to get out and show everybody how woke she is. And everybody look at me and go, oh, look, look at that. Well, Greg, here's one of the responses, too. Girl, you were nine. I'm glad this was addressed, but you, it's not a huge deal because you were nine. But, and there's people that probably think it's a great thing. No, Greg, she. this is the thing now. <laughs> I don't understand. Guys, you have to understand. I guess I'm. It's, 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 this is how old I really am now. I can't even <laughs> grasp the concept of wanting to be 
a person who won't – I want to come out and just let you all know. I, I said some things I shouldn't have said. I, I had a wedding where I shouldn't have had it. I, you know, I – there, there's, oh, they really, oh, they're, listen, they're doubling down Rick, on that today. Rick, Rick, I, that want, I want to be a victim, yeah. but I also want to fall on the, the shame. Just why do I want attention? You want to tell me how noble I am and how, how look, at, I, look at you. That it, I'm so noble for acknowledging yes. you. Yes. Rick, okay. the, a little of that in there. The too. apology for our plantation wedding has gone on to day number three. Ryan, is it Ryan Reynolds yeah. and Blake Lively? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they can't apologize enough. Oh, my goodness. I mean, he's cussing in his apology now. Yes. Oh, yeah. And I'm going back to this. I haven't <laughs> seen this since Drew Brees. Did anybody <laughs> care or did they, like this little girl, did they bring it up themselves? I mean, did anybody complain oh. about Ron Reynolds and them wedding? Yeah. I don't know if they did or not. I think or this they was, just tried to get out I'm going to bet Maddie Ziegler, since what she did, she did, she was nine. Yeah, I don't think anybody I think made. she probably wanted to bring this to our attention. We probably – it had not probably come to our attention. Exactly. But I think thing, she got a picture she wanted to be seen in, and she had to post it and get it online and get some national attention if you want to have some fun of that there too don't yeah. think oh no one. doubt oh great look at me i look at me coming forward and 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 i am absolutely today denouncing my nine-year-old self <laughs> and kind of like you know <laughs> we, and this has happened before and it's i kind of want to denounce my 20 year old i'm i'm denouncing from 1985 <laughs> To 1996, if I could. Yeah. And if you are, yeah. Wait, let me sit down. I got to get a piece of paper out. Wait a minute. I better be at 84 in there. Uh, 83, summer of 83 to to, uh, to, uh, to 1996 on February 10th. And also, don't miss here, you got Neil Young. He's after Trump for using some of his music during his rallies or. <laughs> again, is that about you really care? Or is it just about let's get let's talk about my music again? Because you know how that is. If you yeah. mention everybody goes and downloads oh, it, yeah. and we all start looking at it again. You got a little of that in there too, which I guess is smart marketing. Well, and and it continues. Now we have Gary Patterson. This is getting out of hand here. Gary Patterson is now apologizing not for using a racial slur, mm. but for repeating one. It's just like the the Clemson coach had to apologize. So what this means is the coach says we're not going to have this word being said on the team, which means there was a person who actually said it. Yeah. And we're not mad at the person who said it. We're mad at him. We're mad at Coach Patterson for saying we're not going to say this word and actually said so everybody would know this word won't be said here. It goes back to that intent thing that yeah, we talked about. I think his intent probably was not to be racially insensitive since he was repeating what someone else said and said we're not going to say this word on this team. And, look, we, and we now have to apologize for that? Now read the story. Too. Don't, don't, don't miss this. Rick, the player who was don't mad. Don't say the word. The player who was it. mad. Also, in, in his own admittance, as he's starting his little rant, starts off with, of course, you know, I haven't been getting the playing time that I was promised when I was recruited. He starts off we, like that. There we go. And uh, But, again, Patterson apologized. Why, why, the, we didn't do the story. The defensive coordinator from West Virginia lost his job because these players would go tweet about what so-and-so said or what they did, and then all of a sudden, you know, they get you know, you're mad at the coach, I'm going to go tweet something. Get him. But, anyway, all he said was, this coach from West Virginia, he said that, He's glad they built the wall to keep Mexicans out. And something about if protesters don't want to be shot with tear gas, they don't need to protest. That's all he he tweeted that right. or whatever or said it. I can't remember which one it was. Yeah. He had to quit. He, he lost his job over it. Well, but this. But a player sent it out and got it all started. And the same thing with this. Well, this one is like goes back to the Clemson deal. This thing of. He, here's the the linebacker, of course, who never got the playing time he was promised, Bubba. Mm-hmm. And he's not mad about that at all. Yeah, that's the first thing he starts yeah. off with. If he was starting and playing the amount he wanted to, I just don't think we'd be hearing about this But by his own words. But anyway, he says, it ain't about calling me the, the, the word. That never happened. 
It's about the fact it's not acceptable to say regardless of context. Okay, time out. Okay, if that's the fact, where's the apology from the players that used the word yeah, I know. that he was addressing? I started to say we've got several users here. I can see yeah. one apology. That's right. Yeah, this, this, is, uh, this is directly from the player's tweet. He admits that he didn't call me that, Mm-mm. but you don't say that word in any context. But again, okay, well then what about the player that, that said it? And what about going forward from this point on? If you're a player and you say it, I guess you you need to Who be removed from the team. Unacceptable use. I, I don't know. I, again, it's about intent. What are we doing? We're losing anything, not just this situation. Your intent should have something to do with. I it. wish I could sit on some panel. Okay, maybe this would be we God, always we, we, we always say that. they. So I want to sit on a panel and like Bubba say we're sitting there and we're all on the panel. We're and, on the Rick. Are we on the panel? We're on the word panel. Okay. And then somebody says, "All right, uh, next word." Uh, coming in right now, panel, here comes the N-word, okay, N-word. Uh, are we ready to rule that we don't want this word to be in our uh, society at all? Are we ruling? Everybody everybody in? Fine. Let's all vote. Okay, boom. All right, uh, N-word, you are removed from uh, from all vernacular. But then all of a sudden she says, well, wait a minute, can't some people use me? Nah, that's too confusing. I think we're just going to be done with you altogether. You you have terrible connotations. You were used uh, for wickedness. And we we don't even like, agree. we don't even like your definition of what you mean about deeming people worthless. We don't like you, and we are done with you, and you are out. Out. I'd, I'd vote on that. Out. But what gets, that'd be fine. What gets confusing is when you go well. In some cases, it can be used. Well, then you get back to what Bub and I got frustrated about trying to learn grammar. Well, if there's exceptions to the rule, now it's not a rule. No, it's just and, an average. Yes. If so, you're getting on to people for using that word. How are you in trouble because you you were trying to stop people from using it, right? Yeah, Greg, you, just you, don't say the word. You, you said it. I mean, this, I, this guess is, he feel, uh, I guess he figured there were grown people there. He wouldn't have to spell things. You know what? Rick, he's, you know what? But, this, you know what this linebacker is saying, which I would remove from the team as, as soon as I possibly could, even though he can't now, because then they'll say they removed him for putting the tweet out. But I would, because he's probably going to leave anyway. I would just simply say, uh, I'd love to say to this guy, let me tell you what you're telling us with your tweets. You are mad that you don't play more than you do. And the reason I say that, because that's what you started out with and when you started your whole conversation. That yeah. was your first line. You would Gary, think, you told us what was on your mind. But back to this You've been again, waiting we, to get Coach Patterson because you got an axe to grind we, with him, and he said something. You thought, I wonder if this is my moment. We've had people, other coaches, like say Clemson had this. Same, exact same. We've had one. other broadcasters go, do this where somebody says the N-word. And then they are critical of that, but to give the story, they have to quote what they said, and they use the N word instead of saying N word. Mm-hmm. Papa John, and they Snatter. get in, and they get in trouble too. So Papa John. look, he, here's a good rule: don't use the word. That's don't it. use the word. It's out. If you don't want people to use the word, don't use the word. And, and when here, they use the word, don't quote them using the word. Don't say the word. And if you're going to write a song, don't put it in that because somebody might sing it. I know. Yeah. If you don't want to sing your lyric, don't record it. If you put out a song that say anybody of any ethnicity can buy this song, then you're pretty much saying you got a green light on the lyrics, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, that you should be able yeah, to sing that, the, the product you bought. That'll never happen. That'll never happen. You just well, can't say the word. I'm oh, good. I know it is. I'm I good know with it. just being done with the word. Yeah, fine. We'll come back. We'll take your phone calls to wrap up the hour. We're at 866. We be big. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, here we go. Nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, wrapping up another hour. 
Wednesday Bible study today at noon Central Time live on the YouTube channel if it works today. No, we're having some issues, uh, but not. It'll be archived this afternoon. You can grab it as we get close to wrapping up the, the series, The Unsaved Christian. Ed is in Atlanta. 30 seconds of pop, boom. And at the end of 30 seconds, the buzzer sounds. We get to the next caller. Ed, you're on. Go right ahead. I just thought that uh, Speedy and uh, uh, Adler might like to know that I can watch on the uh, uh, I, on my iPad and my iPhone, but on my TV, it's not. I can't work. It keeps going off. Does, and, it, uh, does that even make sense? No. So I you can know. see us on YouTube on your phone and your iPad, but the television is the problem. I'm watching you on the iPad, and I had it on the iPhone earlier. That was when I put it on the TV. It'll go. It'll show the commercial. Mm. Man, that's that's odd, Adler. It's actually also it's also cutting out on people's phones as well. So it's across yeah. it's across platforms. It cut out on my phone too. I checked. Oh, we it. got a platform problem. Oh, I, we got a problem. It's, it's cross it platform. Fine. It, it is, didn't have that problem. It is cross platform. It's I, clearly looking. I at pulled something. it up on my phone. I watched it for about maybe twenty seconds, and then mm-hmm. it goes exclamation point blacked out screen uh, playback error. Uh, whereas our uh, on the dashboard, it tells us that the stream health that we are sending to YouTube is good. We got the green signal, so what we're, on their end. what we're sending them is good, but we're having problems. So we could we could we could very well be um, having something that we need to fix on on, on our end as well. So I, I don't know, guys. I'm trying to figure it out. Sorry, everybody. Everybody Sorry. moved good. past it. He just basically said Ed didn't know he's talking. About. That's what he said. <laughs> he, he called Ed a liar. He's just telling exactly. what he's telling Ed is, hey, I wouldn't hold on to your phone and iPad right. too long, oh, okay. thinking you're going to get to watch the show. You, you're yeah, not going to be able to have something. Jake's in uh, Starville, Mississippi. Listen to ninety six one. Jake, go ahead. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Now, this is coming secondhand from my wife because I deleted Facebook, so I don't know exactly how accurate this is. But I was wondering if y'all already talked about, heard about some suspicious seeds being sent from China in the mail over here in Mississippi. Really? Uh, no. Uh, on the radio, uh, this, uh, I heard this, so I can testify to this. On the radio, two days ago, I heard Mississippi State Extension Center saying, if you've got any seeds in the mail, drop them off to us, and we'll test them. And I hadn't heard about it. Now, what? Labeled. Unlabeled packages. Wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. What, what kind of seeds were they? Do you eat them? What kind of seeds? We don't know. We don't know. I ain't going to eat them. And That's where did China. they come from? China. The great. China is sending seeds, huh? Wow. Yeah, now, this is, this, this, I deleted Facebook, and this is on Facebook. Well, I got, but, I got like a pack, and I've planted them. Should I tell I, you what, we, I need, not, we need to call the Agriculture Commission of Alabama and see if he heard anything. You talking about Pate? <laughs> yeah. We could call him. Yeah, we could. Has, have y'all talked to anybody yeah. in Mississippi about it? Uh, Mississippi State knows about it, I'm, and I'm sure everybody knows about it. It was on Facebook and all that. And but he don't I, have this, Facebook, Rick. Yeah, I don't. I don't it. have it either. So what? Yeah. Uh, what? what uh, why? Why are they sending them? What's the deal? Well, sounds I like brushing to me. Could be brushing, but I doubt that. It, yeah. it could be Corona plants. For all I know, I heard it's yeah. kudzu. Yeah. Did you say don't Corona plant plants? Could be. <laughs> could be marijuana. It could be some more kudzu, another, another strand of kudzu. <laughs> it could, be, it could be the king's grass. Could yeah. be the devil's lettuce. <laughs> it could be. Could be it the could long be leaf some, hole. It, it could just be some better boy tomatoes, and we all just plant them. Better <laughs> <laughs> tomatoes. <laughs> hey, uh, did you hear about Wilfred Brimley dying? <laughs> <laughs> I did on the on, from y'all. I sure right. did. Okay. Well, well, I, you, I okay. guess you, you tune in all the time, huh? <laughs> Evidently. Well, when I can. 
I'll yeah. try to. Well, well thank you, man. Thank All you very right, much. Buddy. Look, we'll look into the seeds thing, see if we turn Thanks, up Jake. anything I'm else. Googling it. Well, right please now. do. Please do. Thank, thank you, buddy. Thank we'll let you know. No clue. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> Jeff, oh, we, we went too far. We did. Jeff in we Birmingham. Did. Jeff, go ahead. That one is so obvious. <laughs> hey, I was telling Adler the um, same thing uh, about the uh, – you can watch it on the laptop and the got phone, that. but once you go to the TV, done. Adler said their phone, said phone, said their phone and iPad's fine. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, I know on one of my TVs, uh, maybe a Samsung or something, I've been getting a update <laughs> – uh, request for the firmware in it, so maybe there's. Some, make sure you're updated on everything. Could I've be been watching. Firmware. I've been watching on my laptop, Rick, and it's been fine for the last segment. I hadn't seen really? any interruption. Okay. Okay. I got it on my phone. Ain't messed up. Let's go to Bob. <laughs> Bob and Greg. Greg, there's sometimes we just know you're lying. You ain't got to tell us that. That's <laughs> you've never looked at this show on your phone, and you're like, you've never looked at the show. That's good. Bob, Bob and Orange Beach, Sunny 105. Go ahead. Yes, sir. I, I'm uh, I'm having a difficult time understanding this systemic racism. I don't understand what it means and how it applies to people, and, and I, I just uh, need some help with that. You, are you are you te- technically savvy at all? Like you could go watch uh, it. Could you watch I, a YouTube I, I, video or anything? Uh, yes, I could watch a YouTube, and I could. Google it, I guess. Uh, I just never have Googled it. Yeah, uh, well, Phil, a- Phil Vischer, who, who created VeggieTales, has a pretty simple video of trying to explain this. Now, you'll see some people that agree or disagree whether this is still going on in America, but at least you'll get the definition of it. it it's really saying that there's been an ongoing yeah. system. Prager also has some videos yeah, Prager describing has what some, it's supposed to be. Right? But, the, but the bottom line is that there has been an ongoing systematic form of racism that's in it's embedded in America because at the beginning of America that slavery was was involved. And so even with the best efforts to completely eradicate it, some of it is just a given that's embedded into the way everything was set up. Uh, you know, I'm giving now, you a, I'm not agreeing with all of it, but I'm yeah, saying that's yeah. the definition. Yeah. So uh, but you can look you can look at people that make the case that it's still going on. You can look at some that say, hey, we can show point by point that this no longer is going on, and you can make your own decision. Yeah, Thomas Sowell, uh, who is a great conservative author, has also penned some pieces on it. Walter Williams, check him out too. Eric in Oklahoma. Eric, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hey, morning, guys. Hey, uh, morning. I originally wanted, to, I originally wanted to say something about the the uh, handgun ammo shortage, but I got to tell you that I was I was just over greeted by Speedy, and I, I got to tell you I. I kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> I don't. Care, I don't care what what Greg and, and Elmy say. I thought it was very appropriate, Speedy. Can I tell you about Speedy? Yeah, Speedy made, made you like a buddy. He made That's you feel good. like a million bucks, didn't he? He did. Speedy's a good man. He got no hair, but he's a good man. Well, and well, he hung up and told us how stupid that caller was. Greg. <laughs> But yeah, the ammo shortage. Y'all trying to get ammo out there right now? Yeah. That's that's what his original call. And he and look, let's face it, he saw tame Speedy. He didn't get over greedy. No, Speedy. no, he he but saw normal that. American Speedy, society. Speedy's Speedy. like that dog that runs up to greet you. I mean, everybody loves being oh, greeted. Yeah. You know? Start turning circles. Yeah. Makes you feel turning circles. Makes you feel important. Yeah. Bubba, what does it make you feel about me and Buck? Like a million bucks. <laughs> like a shiny penny. Uh, huh? If I, you could find one. I wish I could just carry <laughs> him around with me all day, just so I, I just so you could say, "No, Rick, you're great." It's when you get home, that dog that comes and welcomes yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.